Let's go here. Episode 31. We're back. Well, not the same crew. We uh, switched things up a bit. We got a uh, special Western edition. Uh, brought in some of the boys here. Bringing you guys a little uh, insight as to what goes on at school and stuff. So, uh, why don't you meet the boys? Here's uh, Zach Pollock. Uh, my name's Zach, and I like to party. Oh, what's up, boys? My name's Colin, and I uh, also like to party. No, you can't say you like to party. I, I said I like to party. Okay. Uh, my name's Colin, and I like to party. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Hans, and uh, I like to uh, party as okay. well. Okay, let's get into this. All right, let's go here. <laughs> now that you met the boys, uh, what have you guys been up to lately? Lots of studying, exam season? Yeah, well, you know, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 just came out, so... Yeah. We've been ripping that one a lot. I mean, we are right in the thick of the first exam season, but yeah. I mean, you can always retake a course, but well, you can also replay a video game. So I don't really know where I was going with that one. <laughs> you can't replay opening Call of Duty for a weekend. And what a weekend it was. Yeah, it's been great. I've uh, really enjoyed the game a lot, actually. It's been the first time I've played COD in like three or four years now. And it's yeah, been it's, uh, it seemed to take an over Fortnite for us, definitely, for the time being. Oh, yeah. Who knows how long that will last, though. Fortnite's been a solid game for a long time. Yeah, I even felt it was it was a really good game. I mean, especially coming from me, I've never been much of a video game guy. Um, as a kid, you know, I was really bad at them, so I kind of steered clear. Only played Grand Theft Auto, maybe. Um, and the, the third-person shooter that's what really that's what really intrigued me about fortnite and that's what got me on the video games but you oh, know what yeah. this black ops i see what the the hype's all about with call of duty now so call you 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 bought into the hype yeah you, you got it you've been ripping it and then you decided you, you needed to take it to the next level you bought yourself a pair of headphones you know you just get deeper into the game just a better experience just you're hardcore into it now and and I think it's it's because of how convenient it was. Yeah, boys. Uh, let me tell you, I fell in love with Amazon recently. Uh, I bet the headphones on there, and then right after they came, after the first day, because I got the two month free uh, Amazon Prime for students, immediately ordered next thing the next day. And that came the next day. That blew me away again. And then I've been I've ordered uh, six things in the past three days. It's been a pretty crazy ride so far. Shout out Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world. Thanks to you, Cole. You're helping him. Yeah, I'm definitely supporting his cause. So, because of your usage of Amazon, Pollock had to go on and set a different password so that you couldn't go in. Is that correct? Yeah, but I told him to. I woke up this morning and ordered my sixth item. And uh, I was like, this, I don't know, I had a meltdown. I was like, this is too much. I texted him before he even woke up. I said, uh... When you wake up, change my Amazon password. It's getting out of hand. And then uh, I get <laughs> yeah. an email when I'm in the library today. It says, uh, thank you for uh, confirming your password change. So now I can't log in anymore. I mean, it really was getting out of hand. I mean, everything coming in. We got some uh, light-up mood lights. We have, obviously, a pair of Turtle Beach. I mean, <laughs> headphones. Yeah. Nothing but Sir, the This isn't sponsored yeah. anyways. But um, <laughs> we're not sponsored by Amazon either. Unless... Jeff, Jeff, he wants to change that one. Yeah. Then we got baby oil coming in, shampoo. Like, I don't even know why he <laughs> needs baby oil. This guy doesn't have a kid. You don't have a baby. Shampoo. Colin has a bald head. I, I don't know why he was ordering <laughs> that as well. No, I'm just kidding about that one. Colin has some great luscious locks. He definitely needs something to tame that. He's got, like, anime hair, though. Looks really, it looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Ash Ketchum. I don't know how to say that. Thank you. <laughs> so talking about like uh, stuff that people have said and maybe a little too specific, is there anything that you guys have seen on campus that's just absurd? So uh, last year, exam period, you know, obviously a stressful time for everyone. I was uh, in the library, see this guy, pull out a cigarette, lights it, and just starts smoking it up right in the middle. <laughs> right in the library. This guy's ripping a dart in the library? Starts ripping a dart right in the library. 
What, did anybody else do anything? Or? No one else just gave a fuck. Took a couple pulls and then put it out. That was it. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. He's just ripping it, like, in the library. Nobody cared. Obviously, didn't rip the whole thing. Obviously, we yeah. attracted too big of a crowd. But <laughs> yeah, if he just yeah. needed that little stress reliever, one chapter, got him too much. I mean, a couple I, pulled some dirt, put it out, and that was it. Got back to his studying. I mean, I guess, like, you see all these people ripping jewels and stuff in the library. And, I mean, if you're buzzing a jewel and you're not, nobody cares. I mean, quick couple puffs of a dart shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, talking about weird stuff that going on in the library, I mean... Sometimes when you get a lot of bodies in there, usually during exam season, it gets pretty hot and um, everybody's overheating. I've seen a couple guys go tarps off in the library just, <laughs> to, uh, just to study. <laughs> tarps off. Strictly for studying? Strictly for studying. Just a little tarps out. Do a couple readings and um, then pack up and head out. Did they did they draw a crowd from this or like were they sitting at an individual cubicle or? No, they're sitting they're sitting at a table with a group of friends, but. I mean, they didn't have a spectac- spectacular bod or anything, so didn't really attract anybody out of nowhere. That's all right. I mean, you got to commend them for doing what they have to to get their study in. Like, it's that library gets so sweaty and stuff. You, sometimes you just got to do it. Oh, a couple hours in the library after uh, on a couple study helpers, and my ass is drenched. We're talking <laughs> swamp ass, like through the boxers. <laughs> Possibly through the pants. I try not to wear uh, anything in the chair. too light. Yeah, Swamp Pass is dangerous in the library. I try and stay away from the light colors, the light grays, but... <laughs> Sometimes you do it, I eh? Like, and that's what's left. That's what's left in the bin. Sometimes you just... <laughs> All right, another uh, banger of a story during O-Week, during first year. So, like, O-Week's pretty much Frosh Week at Western. Uh, during first year, we were at this house party. It was... Uh, it was just a couple blocks from our residence, and uh, I was drinking a lot that night. Like, I don't really remember too much, but um, what happened was that uh, my buddy was uh, carrying me home pretty much from the party because I had chundied in the backyard of the party. I smoked a dart without a filter on. It was just an awful night. And then uh, so my buddy was carrying me home, and he actually got... He had a drink in his hand, and I, I did not. And there's a cop there, and he actually got a drinking in public ticket while I'm just fucking tossed, like sitting on the lawn or something. <laughs> and, and then, but my buddy pulls out his fake ID, hands it to the cop. His fake ID was money. It worked every single time, and uh, pulls out his fake ID, and he knew the guy who who the ID was, so he just texted that guy after. The cop, like, completely fell for it. Guy sauced him, like, 150 bucks for the drinking ticket, and it was all money after that, so. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an extra 200 if you get caught drinking underage, so. Yeah, definitely. Smart play on his part. Yeah, we were in first year, so he definitely was underage. All right, so here's another uh, crazy O-Week story. I don't really come into it until later on, but anyways. So this guy, he's, um, he's trying to take a girl back into residence, and... They don't allow guests within a week, so you're not allowed to bring anybody back. So wasn't able to get her in. They end up shutting him down, and um, he was in the same residence as me. At this residence next to it, there's a volleyball court. So he decides to go over by the volleyball court and starts hooking up with this girl behind a tree. And so he's hooking up with her, whatever, like start getting into it. And so they're just giving her. And they see a, a car roll up, and he's like, oh, like, what's this car? Like, whatever. Doesn't really think much of it. Then the, the lights go on, and they realize it's a cop car. There's lights, high beams, like, spotlight just staring right at them. And um, they're literally, like, the baitest position pro- possible. Couldn't just say they are kissing or anything. Like, nothing like that. So, cop gets out of the car, starts, starts shining a flashlight at him. He tells her, like, Oh, if these cops like start coming over here, like I'm sorry, but I'm gone, right? So they like walk away. They're over by some fence with some other couple. Cop starts walking over. He just hops the fence and cuts, like leaves this girl like alone with these like random people, whatever. And he's just gone. Books it across a couple parking lots. Um, thinks he's safe. He starts walking. Next thing you know, cruiser rolls around the parking lot and starts chasing after him. This guy just runs, 
runs up some steep hill. I don't know how he made it up. And this is where I come in. So he comes out of the trees. Me and my boys, we're just walking a subway. Comes out of the trees, like completely out of breath. He's in a, we're all in bright yellow sogging shirts. So I'm sure it looked pretty, pretty suspect to the cops. I mean, it's, it's a really visible shirt to see. Runs up to us, basically a group of guys. And he's like, hey boys, like basically tells us, like gives us a lowdown on what just happened. Basically he's hiding from the cops. Like, it's like, where are you guys headed? We're like subway. And he's like, you mind if I just rock with you? And we're like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's just go. So we're walking, we're walking. Cops roll by, literally slow down, almost to stop. Then just like pull a right, leave. And as we walk by, cops pull a U-turn, rip back onto the street, slow by, slow down as they go by us again, then pull another right. And then... Basically, we're crossing the street, and uh, the kid who's run up here, he's like, he's on my right, closest to the street. Cop does another U-turn, watches him walk by, like, slowly. He's basically, like, just hiding his eyes from the cops, and then they just pull off, leave. Guy got away with it, nothing ended up happening to him, I don't think. I, but couldn't tell you what ended up happening to that girl, honestly. Jesus. I hope she's all right. Yeah, speaking of close run-ins with the uh, the cops. Five uh, O. Oh yeah, the five O. Uh, a couple summers back, me and my me and my buddy. This was in uh, this was in BC, and me and my buddy. We just for some reason we started climbing cranes like pretty reg, not regularly. Probably like once a month, maybe. Uh, this was just like after parties and stuff. And yeah, then, the boys were just trying to get high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, so there's one night we show up. We're going to this party, and this, um, when we taxi over there, my buddy was like pissed off at something. I forget exactly what it was, but he just like immediately went to the crane. It was about eleven o'clock. <laughs> he immediately went to this crane, and then, uh, yo, man, you want to go pre for a little uh, crane rep? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, it was like 11 o'clock. We weren't going out. This was just like a house party or something. And uh, so I was like wondering where my buddy was because he went first. And then so I called him and he's like, yo, I'm at the fucking crane, I guess. And um, so I walked down and it's pitch dark outside and this crane was pretty high. And so he was like yelling at me like saying uh i was on no actually i was on the phone with him and he was waving down and he was um like he was asking if i could see him and stuff like that and i looked up and i said like i literally couldn't see anything up there like it was just like until he turned the flashlight on his phone and then so i was just like so nonchalant i just like hopped over the construction fence area like not even like on the side or in a corner just like right in the middle of the parking lot like it was pretty dumb of me I think that's definitely why we got called on. And then, so I do my thing. I get to the top of the crane. We're, like, hanging out. And then all of a sudden we realize that there's, like, cops, like, they're out of their car, like, searching the construction area. But, like, they're looking, going through the containers and stuff like that, like, checking to see if people are in there. And then, um, and then so we're like, oh, shit, the cops are here. So we're sort of, like look we're just watching them look at all the containers and stuff and then all of a sudden we see like more cop cars roll into the parking lot and this is at like a hospital so it's like a really big big um it's like a really big parking lot and then so eventually like eight cop cars like in pairs of two or obviously pairs but four pairs just like in different spots on the in the parking lot and then they start getting like flashlights they're flashing it all over the all over the crane and stuff and we knew they couldn't see us because the the light never stopped on us but we were just like crouched leaning against like the side of the crane it was just like really intense and like the the house party was on a hill and they had a patio and they were kids like half the party was like watching at the flashlights on the crane like they knew we were up there like they were looking for us and it was just like so intense and we were getting phone calls like and like they were telling us to go down like these girls were just like hey cops look up there that's where they are <laughs> no we were getting phone calls and these girls are telling us to go down and just like what the f like we knew the cops weren't gonna climb up 
So that was like our safety thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you were a cop, you wouldn't climb a crane for yeah. suspicion unless maybe you saw someone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think uh, crane climbing's part of their police training. Yeah, seriously. And then so eventually we just like outweighed them and within like an hour and a half they just sort of like one by one each car car left the parking lot and then we got down and we were just like i don't know we were just so happy we just booked it out of there we were, it was just so close like we don't even know what could have happened really like the consequences i guess but did you guys head back to the party oh yeah of course <laughs> boys speaking of stories let's uh get into our first storytelling segment here let's uh play some mad libs All right, boys, here we go. So this is the first time you guys being a part of it, so I'll just explain it again, and uh, if we have any new listeners out there. So Mad Libs, kind of throw back to elementary school when your teachers hand out that piece of paper. It's a story with all the blanks on it. I'll tell you what uh, what it is that you have to fill in the blank. You guys throw out your answer. First person to say final answer, that's whose answer goes in it. And uh, we'll complete the story, and I'll read it to you at the end. So here we go. All right, boys, first one, a noun. Tiger. Final answer, tiger. Past tense verb. Jumped. Place. India. A noise. <laughs> Screeching. Final answer. Plural noun. Degenerates? Yeah, that works. Final answer. An exclamation. So like something you would yell. Fuck! Final answer. Plural noun. Coyotes. Oh. You wanna go call? I'll do zebras, final answer. Another plural noun. Dogs. I'm gonna go with Dunkleosteus is final answer. What does that mean? (laughs) Can I ask? It's a uh, prehistoric fish. It was basically the top of the food chain. And they were the size of a bus and they were alpha predators. So it's called the Dunkleosteus? The Dunkleosteus. The Dunkleosteus, okay. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Alright, part of the body. Teddies. Final answer. A number. 69. Final answer. Hey, that's that's my favorite number too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, An adjective. Sloppy. Final answer. Toppy. Final answer. That's the next one. Uh, Color. Burgundy. Final answer. I would have went with chartreuse. (laughs) We've done that one before. (laughs) Uh, An adjective. Old. Final answer. Past tense verb. Swindled. Final answer. That was unreal. Hey, that guy's using a thesaurus. He's cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, An adjective. Decayed. A noun. Oprah. Final answer. Plural part of the body. You get a plural part of the body. You get a plural part of the body. You get a plural part of the body. <laughs> Anus. Plural. Says, okay. Final answer. Past tense verb. Tickled. Final answer. Noun. Expansive pasta. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> All right, last one. A place. Masonville Mall. Jimbo's room. Final answer. <laughs> All right. All right, boys, here we go. So this story, it's called The Monster. I was on a tiger trip when suddenly I found myself jumped in the India. I heard a screeching and the degenerates came down. I was trapped. Fucker. I screamed at the top of my zebras. Then I saw the monster. He had a dunkleosteus all over his titties and was 69 feet tall with sloppy skin and toppy burgundy hair. It was an odd it was an old sight to behold. I watched in horror as it demolished everything I had brought with me, including my tent and food. I swindled from it as unfortunately as I could, but I still heard the decayed thud of the thing running after me. I got an idea. I reached into my pocket and grabbed my Oprah. I threw it at the monster and it hit one of its anuses. When it t- while it tickled in pain, I hid behind an expensive pasta. After a few minutes of silence, I looked over my shoulder. 
I sighed with relief and headed back to Jimbo's room, where I knew things would be normal. There we go, boys. That was your first ever Mad Libs. How did it feel to be a part of that one? Uh, it felt pretty good. Honestly, I feel like there's maybe a little bit of miscommunication going on. Some of those words really didn't seem to fit. Um, Especially the Oprah one. That one didn't fit at all. No. <laughs> Not whatsoever. But overall, I think this was a good experience. It was pretty fun. And I enjoyed the story. Phil, you did a really good job reading. Um, usually there's a stutter or two in there, but that, that went off without a hitch. Good job. Good job on that one. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, jumping and taking the time to uh, be a part of that segment. I liked the uh, enthusiasm from Pollock in particular. He's jumping at the bit to get out at uh, every every word there. Yeah, you could tell this wasn't his first Mad Lib. <laughs> no, this was definitely not his first Mad Lib. Yeah, that's cheating. For those who don't know, Hans is our uh, is our BC correspondent. This guy is our West Coast. Got all the info from out there. Uh, and one of the big, big problems right now in the NHL is what's going on with this... Uh, this Elias Patterson in- injury. What, what is it? What does Elias Patterson mean to you as a Canucks fan and to the entire Canucks fan base? Um, well, I think it's pretty clear after his first few games that he's showing signs of being potentially the next Gretzky. I would say. I mean his uh, his hockey IQ. I mean, wow! Just watching that hit, it's just <laughs> disgusting. Should have been ten games, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, it's pretty devastating. But, like, this guy is also an absolute twig playing in the show. What, what can you expect from getting hit by a man on the ice? I mean, I mean, he's small, that's for sure. But uh, once he puts on a few pounds, I think he'll uh, definitely be leading the league in points, like, pretty much every year. Leading the Canucks to Stanley Cups. So he's just the GOAT. And we'd have, like, a big game. So my first year, we had a volleyball game. And, uh, like you got to buy out of class and everybody would sit in the gym and stuff and it was basically just like a really hype everybody's wearing uh red like for school colors and shit and everybody would go nuts for anytime there's points and stuff and then in the last three years we had uh our prep basketball team would play against other schools so uh we had like in my in my grade 12 year our school played against uh thon makers team so we were all in the stands holding signs that said like thon bleeps with the socks on and shit like that and then uh i'm like our school actually ended up winning on a buzzer beater shot and everybody rushed the floor and was like jumping on the basketball players and shit have you guys had any crazy experiences with that at sporting events or anything with your high schools yeah at um so at my school obviously we're in canada Football is not as big as in the States. They have probably a uh, Friday night light game every weekend. But at our school, we would have one Friday night light game per year. So in playing our rival school, me and all my friends are in the stands. Obviously, most of the fans are drinking, but there's kids there. There's parents there, teachers, police. Wait, the uh, people are drinking? You guys were in high school. <laughs> Yeah, in Canada, the legal job. <laughs> Grow up, Colin. Come on. So, anyways, everything. And back in high school, I mean, I guess it still kind of goes on. I have a thing for getting naked. You know, I like to take my clothes off, like, the natural body. So true. Within the first three, da- three days of meeting this guy, I've already seen him naked, like, four times. So, anyways, one of my friends played to me that was a no-brainer. So immediately strip down naked, give my buddy my clothes, and just start booking it across the football field. Ball's down at the other end, the play's about to start, and you just see my naked ass booking it across the field, end up getting past the other side of the field, go Wait, to hop a fence. Did you even cover up your horn? Of course not, but I'll be Jesus. fair. I fluffed a little bit before I ran out there. Well, obviously, everyone's going to do that. So I run across the field, go to hop the fence, and being incredibly careful once I get to the top, not trying to snag anything at the top. <laughs> so I'm being a little too careful, lose my lose my footing, slip, almost fall off the fence, hung onto it with one hand, slammed into the fence, climbed over, got away, ran into the streets, no problem. 
But um, you suffer any injuries? No, uh, pretty bad toe injury. It was pretty bad from running on the concrete. But the worst part was I didn't really think too far ahead of how I'd contact my friends to get my clothes <laughs> back. So I was phoneless, basically a little game of naked and afraid, <laughs> hiding in a ravine behind the field. Tried to call up to my friends, but obviously they couldn't hear me with the roaring of the crowd. Probably still. They didn't come look for you? No. Nobody came look for me. Leafs update, Leafs update. Leafs update, Leafs update. Boys, Austin Matthews, breaking records. What do you think? Guy is so good at hockey. He's so handsome. He's got it all, man. He can do anything he wants in Toronto. Everyone loves him, and I love to see him doing it. Who do you who do you think gets more respect now though, Matthews or Tavares? Um, I think I mean you gotta obviously say Johnny T, man. He's a vet in the league. He's well, like well, I don't know. He's just. All- I, th- I think in terms of media attention and like hype and like, I don't know. I think people even think that Matthews is better than Tavares. Yeah, I, I think Lee Sands think that. Definitely for like media attention and hype, just because he's definitely our franchise player. Yeah, but like, but like, if you are you talking like no who Toronto I respect po- more, or just no, like, like what the fans think, what do you think or like, everyone else thinks? Yeah, uh, I guess like, probably Matthews. He's our franchise player, man. Like we drafted him. Like yeah, he's been the face of our team for a couple of years, and we just added Tavares now. You know. Yeah. Well, no, I was just thinking like the Leafs have never had a big name guy from Toronto come home, right? Like, and it's and like. Clarkson and David Boland, and that was just yeah. Actually, like, uh, my dad went to a game and he said it was crazy the amount of Tavares jerseys there were. Like, yeah, there were so many. Like, apparently. this is just different. Like, he's yeah, a number one. That's center. true. You know, like he's if he if they win a cup, the amount like he's gonna be a Leaf for life. No Boys, matter you think what. Leafs are winning the cup this year or what? No, me neither. Soon though, definitely not. I just don't think they have the. I don't think they have the experience. Actually, like I don't know. Vegas put them number one, but that's just for like betting reasons. I think because they'll get more bets. But how do you put like? How do you put Toronto ahead of Pittsburgh? Right now. Yeah, I know. I don't know how Toronto was rated. They were rated number one to win the cup before the season like, started. Pittsburgh's won two cups. You yeah, know? they have a bunch of. Experience. And they have two of the best top. Four yeah. or five players in the league. Honestly. The only thing I was thinking is like it depends on how hot they are by like the trade deadline because that can change a lot of things. Like if they're still storming, like you know, obviously there's gonna be dips and stuff. But if they get back and they're like starting to buzz again at that point, they might have to just move for some pieces and like just do some of that real quick. But they'll figure it out. I don't think they'll win this year. I think they'll probably just like. Conference finals, Max. Well, if we still have that Kasperi captain, Austin Matthews magic going on near the end of the season where they're giving each other four points a game, I mean, anything's possible for the Leafers, you know? We have the the fan base behind them to always give them the support. No matter what, we give them the support. But now with a, uh, a team with a fighting chance, I think, uh, I think they could really go out there and do something special. Uh, talking about uh, Matthews uh, Kapanen, Matthews uh, Kapanen being from uh, Sweden and uh, Matthews being from uh, Arizona, they probably never got the chance to play together until uh, like they met they met on the Leafs. Like, where do you think they have all this chemistry from? I think that's some uh, inside information that I don't think we're allowed to release. Let's talk about Kasperi Kapanen. Around here, he's somewhat of a legend. Uh, he's he's loved by many here. <laughs> Uh, and lately on the Leafs, this guy's just been absolutely disgusting, lighting it up, playing with Austin Matthews. What do you guys think about him all around? Maybe not even just his hockey, but like just as a person. I mean, Kasperi Kapanen is somewhat of a uh, personal hero to me. Um, you can see he's in that relationship right now, back with Annika Boron, going strong. Annika, obviously a uh, somewhat Western alum. You know, she was here for first year. But um, she'll always be important to us here at Western. Yeah, I back their relationship, but... Uh, Do you think that uh, him having a YouTube girlfriend is, like, distracting into his career? Or, like, you think it's good for the brand? Uh, I mean, it seems to work out for him, you know, that he's playing on the first line, and he's a pretty huge man rocket anyway, so... 
I just he's killing it. You think it just adds adds to the persona or what? I mean, there's definitely some uh, special kind of connection on the ice between um, him and Matthews. <laughs> They're uh, sharing a bunch of points together, going back and forth, and um, I mean that has to be due to some on ice or some sort of off ice kind of chemistry they have going on there. Some <laughs> yeah, kind of some kind of special connection they have. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I think there's some like deeper thing that definitely brings the connection on ice. So there's that much more. You think that if like you think you know how like last year they weren't allowed anything on social media and stuff. Do you think that maybe that caused a couple breakups between uh, Kapanen and his like celebrity girlfriend or? Do you think that had any, anything to do with it? I mean, I'm sure she didn't love not having enough attention from him uh, posting with her online. <laughs> it would seem a lot of one-sided of her just posting pictures of her NHL boyfriend with him almost seemingly trying to hide her from the rest of the world. <laughs> but in the end, you know, he's, uh, he's not really hiding Annika from the world. He's hiding the world from Annika. <laughs> I think they actually posted uh, pictures recently on Instagram together, so... Yeah, it's definitely actually, uh, he posted a pic with her the day before he uh, got two goals in a game. So who knows if that's a sign of anything, but oh, probably is. Not it's a, a good deal. luck charm, maybe. There, probably. So uh, let's just move away from hockey and sports altogether. All right, so boys, my uh, my high school that I went to, we had homecoming every year in in October, and we'd have like a big game. So my first year, we had a volleyball game, and uh, like you got to buy out of class and everybody would sit in the gym and stuff and it was basically just like a really hype everybody's wearing uh red like for school colors and shit and everybody would go nuts for anytime there's points and stuff and then in the last three years we had uh our prep basketball team would play against other schools so uh we had like in my in my grade 12 year our school played against uh thon makers team so we were all in the stands holding signs that said like thon pees in the bath and thon sleeps with the socks on and shit like that and then uh i'm like our school actually ended up winning on a buzzer beater shot and everybody rushed the floor and was like jumping on the basketball players and shit have you guys had any crazy experiences with that at sporting events or anything with your high schools yeah at um so at my school obviously we're in canada Football is not as big as in the States. They have probably a uh, Friday night light game every weekend. But at our school, we would have one Friday night light game per year. So so one year, we're all at the Friday night light game playing our rival school. Me and all my friends are in the stands. Obviously, most of the fans are drinking, but there's kids there. There's parents there, teachers, police. Wait, yeah, people are drinking. You guys were in high school. <laughs> yeah, in Canada, the legal drinking age is 19. Maybe somebody was doing a victory lap. <laughs> Grow up, Colin. Come on. So, anyways, we're at the game. Tons of cops regulating everything. And um, back in high school, I mean, I guess it still kind of goes on. I have a thing for getting naked. You know, I like to take my clothes off, like the natural body. Nothing wrong with that. So true. Within the first three da- three days of meeting this guy, I've already seen him naked like four times. So anyways, one of my friends asked me, playing odds, odds you run across the field naked. Obviously, to me, that was a no-brainer. So immediately, stripped down naked, give my buddy my clothes, and just start booking it across the football field. Ball's down at the other end. A play's about to start, and you just see my naked ass booking it across the field, end up getting past the other side of the field, go Wait, to hop a fence. Did you even cover up your horn? Of course not, but I'll be Jesus. fair. I fluffed a little bit before I ran out there. Well, obviously, everyone's going to do that. So I run across the field, go to hop the fence, and being incredibly careful once I get to the top, not trying to snag anything at the top. So I'm being a little too careful, lose my lose my footing, slip, almost fall off the fence, hung onto it with one hand, slammed into the fence, climbed over, got away, ran into the streets, no problem. But, um... you suffer any injuries? No, uh, pretty bad toe injury. It was pretty bad from running on the concrete, but the worst part was I didn't really think too far ahead of how I'd contact my friends to get my clothes <laughs> back. So I was phoneless, 
basically a little game of naked and afraid, <laughs> hiding in a ravine behind the field. Tried to call up to my friends, but obviously they couldn't hear me with the roaring of the crowd. Probably still... They didn't come look for you? No. Nobody came look for me. What friends are these, man? Hey, man. I would have done the same. I was trying to watch football. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, end up finding some uh, residential area. Find some bag in somebody's yard filled with sand or gravel. Dump it all out. Looked about the size of my torso. Put a couple holes in the bottom. Threw them on as pants. Wrapped around the arena back into the park. Where I saw a couple people I knew. Luckily, one of the kids had his gym clothes still in his backpack. So, he dressed me up for the next little while until I could find my friends and get all uh, dressed back up. That's pretty innovative of you, man, finding uh, a bag to make a clothes out of, man. Not everyone would think about doing that. This is my first ABC party, if you know what I mean. You'd probably, you'd probably be good uh, left out in the wild with uh, no resources. I feel like you could survive. I would hope so. <laughs> Things you got to be careful of wearing. Uh Everybody's just so sensitive nowadays about shit you can wear for Halloween and stuff and like what you can and can't be. Are you guys worried about that at all with what you... Uh, uh, honestly, I'm not too worried about costumes? it. I've been a cow for the past it? three years and no, it hasn't upset anyone yet, so I think it'll be good now. Yeah, I'm not really too worried about it. Last year, I didn't really get a Halloween costume. I just wore a... I just wore a... Uh, it was just a polo, like rugby argentinian shirt i wore it all three nights and it worked out fine yeah it's a pretty piss poor costume honestly but um back to the cow how do you think with the um the new body positivity with all these big girls you think nobody's gonna get mad at that one this year i feel like a cow costume might be a little taboo it's 2018 how are you gonna respond to that call uh, honestly, that that, po- that point never occurred to me until just now. I guess maybe that could offend some people. Thanks uh, for prepping me before Halloween starts, so I don't get uh, shit. Are you more worried about the body shaming crowd or the vegetarians? Holy fuck, boys! You got me <laughs> two times there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask the whole vegan community. You can't be yeah. appropriating their culture with uh, those animals they're trying to save. I know going back to. Um, Anna Kaboron, she's a big advocate for animal <laughs> rights. For animal rights yeah. and veganism. So, I don't know. You don't want her on your bad side. Yeah, I also wanted to hook up a rig that I could uh, squirt alcohol out of my udders into uh, ladies' mouths, but I guess that would also be <laughs> offensive too, right? Eh? Yeah, it might be. might be <laughs> perceived that way. I mean, I think there gets to be a point where you just got to say fuck it and you just got to. You just got to go balls to the wall with your costume. Like, people just want to be sensitive about shit nowadays just for the f- sake of being sensitive. And sometimes you just got to wear what you want to do. Like, wear what makes you happy. If the call, if the cow costume makes you happy, call, rip it. Honestly, yeah, you can't, be, you can't please everybody. So, and if your costume is not a, at least pissing a couple people off, like, it's not worth wearing. So, Polly, uh, we kind of talked about, like, Kapanen and Annika, and you brought her up again. She seems to be a recurring theme. I uh, just want to throw this out there. I think maybe it would be a good idea if you and Sid went as Kapanen and Annika this year for Halloween. I think if you ripped a Kapanen jersey and, like, a long blonde wig and Sid ripped one too and just pretended to be on, like, filming a YouTube video the whole time, I think you guys would just be, like, costume of the year for sure. I mean, if I'm going to go out and I'm going to be Kasperi Captain for Halloween, I think I'm definitely going balls to the wall, and I'm going to have to bleach my hair. <laughs> because No wig. No, you know Captain's all natural with those locks. Yeah, so fully I, commit. I'm, I'm going to have to do him justice on that one, and it'll just be tough to see if I can convince Sid to uh, go balls to the wall as well because she's going to have to bleach her hair. Yeah, so. if you're bleaching yours, there's no way she can hold back and not bleach hers. Yeah, we can do that one in solidarity, but... Um, you know, I'm excited to see what she looks like as a blonde, theoretically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mix things up. Maybe it'll spark something in your relationship. Hey, Maybe you'll know, find something out that you've never known before. You know what they say, blondes do it better. You know? <laughs> Boys, last few, uh, last few things here on the uh, hockey topic. Uh, we'll go in a couple over-unders here. Matthews, by Christmas, or at Christmas, will have 25.5 goals over or under. By Christmas. Or like at Christmas break. He's already at nine. 100%. 
I think there's a good chance he'll be over. Because uh, I, I remember one year Kovalchuk got like 30 goals by January. So it's definitely like possible. Like the or by the new year. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with over by 69. Okay, uh, next one. McDavid, by the same time. Who? Connor McDavid. Oh. <laughs> by the same time, we'll have... 25.5 goals over under. Same as Matthews, 25.5. Under. He's a playmaker. He's going to have uh, like probably a million assists by uh, Christmas, but not 25 goals. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go under on that one as well. I think he'll he'll be leading the league in points. But I could see him having like 20 goals, but not 25. That's like you have to be on pace for like a 50-60 goal season. I don't know. It's pretty tough. I'm going to say right on the 25.5 mark, we're talking, I'm counting ha- or, uh, goals called back as halves, so we'll have a couple of those, but it'll definitely be an odd number amount. Okay. Uh, <coughs> Matthews, at the same point, we'll have 55.5 points over or under? Under. He's not going to have more assists than he has goals. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I'm gonna go under as well. I think he'll probably have like, probably, hopefully, only has like five assists. How beauty would it be if he had like thirty goals and five assists? That'd be jam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has like six right now. So, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. You know what? For uh, Matthews, I'm gonna go with the over again. Yeah. You think he can pull it off? Yeah. All right. And last one, McDavid at the same point will have 55.5 points, over or under? Over. By how much do you think? Like, you think he's going to blow it away? Blow no, he's going to be water, like 60. Like, yeah? I think he's going to be like 60. I think he's going to be definitely over. I think he's going to have 80. Jeez. No. Really? That's too bold, too bold. But I think he could have like a 130-point season. I mean, the uh, – like eventually, maybe <laughs> next year. Honestly, dominates the league like, and I've never seen anybody else. Yeah, that's fair. I, dude, he is such a monster. Like he's gonna put up so many points. He just needs support around him. Yeah. Like, man, it would be so nice if they had scoring wingers. Whoops. Co- <laughs> Coach, who's the who's the goat? MJ or Kobe? LeBron James. <laughs> call you don't even know what to do about that honestly fair answer man uh best all-around player ever to play but three and eight in championships not to go all right boys let's get into our final segment here this or that all right fellas you guys all know how it works you get uh two options here you pick one or the other and you have to pick one all right hans you got the first one let's get into it all right, so uh, this one's a, a toughie. Uh, this one's, would you rather crap your pants in public once a year for the rest of your life or crap your pants in private every day for the rest of your life? So it's either once a year for the rest of your life in public or every single day <laughs> in private for the rest of your life. Do you think, like, public scenes, like, Every the one time you go to a concert a year, and it's just always when you're at a concert, you shit yourself like that <laughs> most public area, and you oh, have to like leave. Like, like it's the worst time. Yeah, like I'd imagine if it's that like if you're working an office job like and you're at public. work, it, it might not be that bad. Like, but that like be that bad, right? Yeah. But if you're like at a rave or like, you know, oh, like that'd be the worst. That thing. would be the worst. <laughs> yeah. But also, technically, you'd have to buy literally a new pair of underwear every day. That is. That's that's, that's pretty true. fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. That one's a tough. Dude, I think you would have to be the once a year in public. Like, just I don't to know. Save money, man. Just to save money. Yeah, I would just permanently wear like dark pants. <laughs> like, Holy you know, like, there's ways you could just like try to cheat it. Whereas you go the other way, and it's like it sucks every day. You just gotta crap yourself. Like, you're just you're just gonna have the worst day of your life. Like, once a year. Because you're not going to know when it comes. And it's just going to be literally the worst day of your life over and over again. But think about this. You have to watch what you wear every day because you have no idea which day of the year it's going to be. What if it happens on, like, December 31st, the last day? 
and then boom, January first again, back to the next day, and you weren't expecting it, and you wore like shorts that day for a reason, <laughs> and there you go. That's that's bad news. Like you never know. You always have to wear like dark black pants every day for the wearing rest of your shorts life. on New Year's call. Come I'm on, just saying you never know. You'd always have to wear like just dark pants every day. The the anxiety would kill me. I think. Also, like, what if I was think I was thinking this theory, if it's once a year, and say it happens in January, now you're living eleven months stress free. That's true. You know, no. Wait, not, do you know what month it comes? No, but oh. let's say it happens once a year. Twenty eighteen oh, rolls around. Okay. First fifteen days of the year, you shit yourself in public. <laughs> now, rest of the twenty eighteen, stress free. Man, no worries. You can wear whatever you want, wherever you want. That's true. That's true. That's actually good point. But like, if it's not, what if it's a uh, mid year? Yeah. What if it like changes? Man, you can't soak that every day <laughs> in private. Come on. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to do it the once, once a year. You just got to do it. Okay. Well, what if you can like figure out the time of it when it is per day? So you just always, like, wrap a plastic bag around your ass at that time, so it's just, like, you know it's going to happen. No, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> just ran time, then you're just, oh, my God. There's literally no, this is an easy one. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be once a year. Yeah, public. it's got to be once a year. I was going to, I was just, I grabbed the mic and was about to it's say It's got to be that. There's just literally Once no a year, here. that's my final answer. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. Once a year. All right, boys. Next one here. Uh, would you rather have a time machine that can only travel back in time? It can travel back to the present day, and it can travel back, and then back to the present day, but it can never travel forward. Or would you rather have a time machine that can only travel forward, can bring you back to present day, but it can never travel backwards? For me, it's got to go back in time. Um, I think it'd be really cool to relive things that I know already happened, but, uh, I wouldn't like to see things that I like know haven't happened yet and then have to go back to the present and just like wait for them to happen. You know, I wouldn't like that. And I also like, don't really want to know what happens in my life or future. I just like want to like live it out. I just like to know what like experience what previously happened. Yeah. Now that you like talk about knowing like what's going to happen in your life, I think that's kind of scary. I was thinking about going forward, but. Might have to change that thought. What if you go forward like twenty years in life, and or twenty years, and you're dead or something? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, but you could still live in that timeline of the future. Yeah, but you will go in the future. Okay, I was dead. thinking. I was thinking if you went past that. If you went past the time of your death. Yeah, like, if you went past, and then you could just live in there, right? Because you could, if you can go back, you can, like, live there for whatever, and then go back, right? Can you, you, can can you travel outside of, of your life? That would be sick. That's what I was thinking, and then you could see, like, where we've evolved to, yeah. and, like, that crazy technology yeah, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can travel outside of your lifespan, yeah. Okay. Because you could do that, or you could go back and just, like invest whatever do all that oh and just have the dopest gosh, life now just be so rich that yeah i think i might do future also if you could go outside of your lifespan in the future like just seeing the earth like how the earth yeah is gonna end that would be sick like i don't know i think that'd just be so cool so it's like safe play like get dope shit now yeah, yeah. or just go into the future and like curiosity. Yeah, you have both aspects. I don't know. I kind of like the. Uh, yeah, you can definitely benefit your life with the future time machine. Yeah, I kind of like the future time machine. All right. Uh, I think that uh, I want the future one. I think it would be dope to just go and like see what's out there in the future and like spend some time just messing around, like getting to experience all the cool shit they've developed. You know, like there yeah, could be like, some unreal shit, and then you just the stuff we've been like machine wheel out people there. like dream about like the Spy Kids thing where you fucking just pop in a disc and it makes like a McDonald's meal. Yeah, you seen that? Yeah. Like we could experience it. Like they could have yeah. done that. And, like that would be cool stuff to experience and just see like happening. 
But, like, you go back in time, like, I don't know, I guess you could do some cool shit. You could, like, invent some stuff, and invent some stuff yourself. <laughs> like, take it before people do it. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think the future one is better, to me, personally. Future. Final answer. All right, boys, we all got uh, studying to do, COD to play, Fortnite. So we got to get out of here, wrap this thing up. Thanks for joining me. This is a uh, uh, pretty fun a, episode. It's been a pleasure to be a part of the uh, Lads and Lawn Terrors podcast. It's been, uh, it's been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Yeah, Phil, uh, thanks for having us on the podcast. Um, really appreciate it. Had a good time on the show. It's been a good one. Yeah, Phil. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us. It was uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, yeah. See you later, New York. Thanks for coming on, boys. And for the rest of you, see you same time, same place, same launchers.